like him, like him too. He my man, he my boo, he my type. He's so cute. I want him and I want him too. I like him, like him too. He my man, he my boo, he my type. He's so cute. I want him and I want him too. Hop in the whip, hop in the truck. I do whatever the fuck. Welcome back to another episode of ACT Podcast. Um, this is episode number six of ACT Podcast. We have one of our really good friends, Josh Johnson, in the building, also known as Jay. Um, Josh, introduce yourself. What's going on? Um, like she said, Josh Johnson, government name, Jay Music, stage name. Uh, straight out of Memphis, Haven to be exact. I'm an upcoming hip-hop and R&B artist out of the city. Uh, a lot of good music out so far, a lot of good music on the way, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be here kicking it with my folks. Yes, sir. Hey, so Josh, what do you do? What do I do? Yes. What do you do uh, job-wise? Uh, real job-wise, I work with the Memphis Ambassadors Program. I'm in the enrichment program for high school kids, so that's, that's what I've been doing. For the past week or so, we just started our summer camp. So we work with high school kids. We talk to them about like life skills, professional development, personal development, college readiness, um, and just things that will get them ready for the world outside of the classroom. So that's what my day job is. By night, I'm a rapper or a singer or both, depending on the day of the song. Rapper so. slash, singer slash, trapper slash, question um what's your instagram plug your business plug your instagram where can i listen to your music what music do you have coming up so on my instagram twitter facebook pretty much anything is j music so it's j-a-i-m-u-s-i-q it's on all platforms you can find my music on pretty much any platform so apple music spotify title soundcloud google play all that good stuff so anywhere that you stream music, you can find it. On all social media platforms, you can find me at the handle I just gave y'all. Uh, I'm doing monthly drops. So in April, I just dropped a song. Earlier in May, I just dropped a video for that same song. Um, album on the way, I'm working on that. That's almost done, so I'm excited for that. And you know what I'm saying? Just watch out for me every month. I'm dropping some, whether it's a song, video, freestyle, something. I'm dropping, so okay, okay. stay tuned. Hey, I'll be listening to you anyway. So Period. Yeah. Uh, I just want to first start out by saying this is our first time, me, Tristany, Crystal, and Josh recording together, especially me and Tristany, um, Tristany and Crystal. But we're recording together for the first time. We got Josh on here today. And I was telling Josh back in December before the podcast was a real thing and when we were just talking about it and I don't even think I had I think I mentioned it but I don't think uh it was anything that was I saw coming to it coming to effect so soon and doing so well so fast so yeah Josh was the first person and I said it jokingly like hey Josh when we get the podcast you know if you're gonna you're gonna be on the podcast he was like oh yeah for sure so we happy to have him here <clears throat> The first, uh, the the episode that I intended on Josh being on was for us to talk about passions and creativity because Josh is so versatile and all the things that he does. But 
we want to first start off by talking about what's going on in the world right now. Today is June 4th. We haven't posted uh, in about a week to the podcast, and it's just because we've really been trying to, and I don't want to just, I'm speaking for myself when I say this, but it's been a lot going on. It has been so much going on, and I can definitely say it has impacted my perspective on how I look at the world, um, the things that I personally do on a day-to-day basis. What about y'all? For sure. We've been trying to record. <clears throat> Including because of the protests and stuff going on. Yeah. <clears throat> it's been Curfews, very hard. protests. Yeah. Shoot, she a little scared. When I was on the way here, it was a police car behind me, bro. I was so scared. Like every turn I made, they was me. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> that's why. That's why when I when I pulled up, I just I just pulled in the spot just to park. Like, yeah. I didn't know where to go. I didn't want to look like I didn't know where I was going. So I just went ahead and pulled in the spot real quick. Yeah, but no. yeah, it's it's crazy. Like Shut all this stuff down. is crazy. And then the fact that we all still like. You know, the coronavirus is still happening. I'm still working from home for my job, too. So, daily lives have changed. And, look, I done shot down to Memphis. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, I'm happy that Tristan is here. I feel like it would have been a dishonor to uh, our community and our friends and our family and just the black community as a general for us not to talk about George Floyd first. Mm-hmm. Um, George Floyd was 46, year, 46 years old, and he died in Minneapolis uh, a little over a week ago where a police officer um, pressed his knee against his neck for almost nine minutes. Um, I hadn't personally watched the whole eight-minute clip or nine, almost nine-minute clip until today when I wrote some information down uh, for the podcast and watching the whole clip in its entirety really I'm like at a loss for words like I watched the two minutes of the end of the clip but watching that whole clip had me just I couldn't watch see the thing is like I I watch um most of it but like once I saw what's happening, like, I just couldn't even finish watching the rest of it. And it's like with any video, like, um, who, the the one that got shot, who was the guy that got shot in back in the park? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I know you're talking about. He was know. running. He got shot in the back in the park. I can't think of his name. I know, he had a green shirt on. I cannot yeah, think that, of his that, name. That shirt came up. I mean, but that, even watching that was like... Just seeing that happen, it's just very traumatizing. Like, I cannot sit and watch the full thing of somebody getting murdered. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing that this person is no longer alive just because of this exact moment. So, this, that was, those videos are definitely hard for me to watch. Like, I cannot watch them fully. And even though, y'all heard about the Kobe uh, autopsy pictures yes. that's been circling? I heard about it. I've been trying so hard not to, to see those. Cause. So, my, my co-worker today actually... I saw the autopsy and me just being a criminal justice like major currently I was like oh like you know and I kind of clicked on it and then I was like oh shit I'm I feel like I was invading his personal and his family's like personal space or information and then my coworker kind of like walked up to me and showed me a picture and they have a picture circulating of him like chest up and Y'all traumatizing is all I can say. 
No, I, like, I can never, I can never like watch those videos. Like, I still ain't seen. Like, I've seen people talk about the Kobe autopsy, but like, I'm not even interested in seeing it. Like, just the person that I am, like, I'm an empath, so like, I feel like everything around me. So like, when I'm looking at stuff, I'm seeing things. Like, even if it's people I don't know, like, I feel it. So like, I try to like keep myself away from them things mm. as much as I can. So have you, you have been, have you been protesting or anything? No, I have. I mean, I've been doing my part in other ways, like protesting, like, I feel like that's not everybody's lane. Mm -hmm, no. um, but for me, like, I've been, you know what I'm saying, of course, posting um, awareness posts and donating, telling other people to donate to the cause. So, like, that's, that's why I feel like my goal is. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as protesting, no, I haven't been doing that. But I know a couple of people who have, and I feel like they, I feel like they've been working, like, they just up dudes charged to the second degree uh, murder. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like they're doing this. Did y'all know they had put them under, like, fourth degree at one point? No, nah, I, I saw that. And I my was cousin, like, what the fuck? That's that's a fourth my degree. cousin that's in jail, he was like, yo, we in here, and they saying that they charged them a fourth degree. He said, I've been here for, like, five years. None of us have ever heard of fourth nah, degree, ever. We've been asking each other, like, have you heard somebody that got it? And we all in jail, and they don't even know something like this. Like, we want to charge y'all, but we don't want to charge y'all type thing. And that shit disrespectful as hell. That's that. That was more like a, it ain't even, we want to charge y'all. We just going to do something so they can calm the fuck down. Mm -hmm. And it, they named uh, fourth degree murder as accidental. Like, how is that an accident? It wasn't nothing accidental about that shit. And I, I haven't even seen the video. The man literally screaming, I can't breathe. Now, if you choking somebody and they say, I can't breathe, and you still doing it, knowing that they can't breathe. And in the video, he was unconscious for at least, 50 seconds until he took his knee off his neck and at that point they, they were just was, jerking him around they to even put for him the on it, he was they did it for nine minutes he had his knee on him for nine minutes but out of the nine like three or four minutes he was already dead damn i mean tra like traumatizing like i just that my knee one time i just realized nine minutes a long time it's a it's a uh, long uh, time five that's a long time. It's a long time. Five minutes is a long to time. To sit there and two eat. minutes is a long time. So imagine for that long period of time, he just struggling in the breeze. Now just imagine doing just like this for nine minutes. It was the knee. My knee, my other knee. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, literally, like just imagine. Shoot, my knee hurt now. Yeah. For nine minutes, it ain't even been twenty seconds. But. I look That's at it in, in this in this perspective. As a police officer, you are given multiple things that you can do. Tasers. It, I mean, Some you else. already had him handcuffed. You yeah. already had him on the ground. So it's like, at that point, you just doing this because you choose to. Mm -hmm. And that violates what you're supposed to do as a worker, as a police officer. I just, it's just so hard to even fathom what the police officer was thinking. Like you had to have like no, rem like, I don't know. It's, it's even hard to talk about. Like, damn. No, it's a two for two. Like, I never understand. I never understand something like that. Like, but how do you feel, like, as a black man, though? Do you, like, yeah. just with everything that's going on? I mean, for me, like, um, 
to be honest, like it's really it's really no different from like what's been happening. Okay. So like my first I feel like a lot of folks like around our age, like our first time like remembering um like somebody getting killed like that was like Trayvon. Mm-hmm. So like when Trayvon happened, it was like damn like folks really out here doing this type of shit. That shit was so sick. Yeah, yeah, it and then it just kept happening. And kept happening, and kept happening, and kept happening, and I think Trayvon was it probably wasn't like even eight that. years ago. It wasn't that. It was. It was getting recorded. Yeah, yeah. that's it the only reason that. Yeah, it, it was, was always happening. Yeah. Proof, and then we have to sit up and see it surface because now social media is a big thing. You constantly seeing it, like y'all trying to dodge seeing Kobe, but it's gonna be hard because you on social media. Yeah. So I think it's just taking it to a whole different level. But for me, like, I mean, the main feeling I fear is like. The main feeling I feel is fear. Like, it scares me. Like, I was just talking about the police. The police was kind of, like, following me here. Like, mm-hmm. that scares me. Like, it doesn't just scare me for me. Like, I got a little brother mm-hmm. that's six, about to be seven this year. Like, I'm scared for him. Like, I got friends that's had babies. Like, my nigga Cortez that had a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm scared for him growing up in this world. Like, you know what I'm saying? At this point, it doesn't feel like it's going to be any different for them when they get my age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, at this point, it's like, what can like, what can I do? Like, what can we do mm-hmm. to make the world a better place for them? But it's like, you know what I'm saying? We've been doing the marches. We've been doing the protests. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing the, you know what I'm saying, the riots and whatnot for a minute. But it's not the first time folks been riding. Like, folks been riding almost every time somebody got killed. So, it's True. like, what else can we do to make these people, like, Change, you know what I'm well, saying? Well, I think on our on our part, what we could do, and I'm not going to say this going to help that much, but educate each other a little bit more about <sighs> trying not to catch that. Now, the officers could be dead ass wrong for what they're doing. Just making sure we not to catch attitudes, to not give them a reason. That's just not to give them any type of reason. They could be dead wrong, but just to make it home, to make it home safe, to make it to your destination safely. But that's yeah, not we raised. Right. Yeah. We get raised on it. I know, and but that don't even matter. I think that's what a lot of the anger come from too. Like, damn, my mom and dad already had to teach me mm-hmm. when you get pulled over, do this and that, the extra shit that white people don't even have to do, think about and it. people still die from it. Yeah, I mean that's true, but I mean I just that's the I mean that's the only thing that I could think of to that we can try to teach to tell the younger people. I mean, of course that, that that's even why I say it, it don't fully help, but even shit. if you acknowledge yourself like they teach you go to school, get your education, do the mm-hmm. same thing, being like no one going on, and what Sandra Bland they said she came off to be too smart when she got pulled up because she knew her rights. Mm-hmm. Like it's she, just was any, any, she was an activist too. Any everything like the odds is always against us. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what's so scary because it you could be doing so much good shit. Or just be a good person, or you ain't even gotta be a thug or a drug. You ain't gotta do nothing. That yeah. You just being black and something you can't help. Mm-hmm. It's like, like the two damn. college students in Atlanta. Oh. Yeah, the yeah, senator. Yeah, yeah I saw the y'all saw the senator. Got made I heard about the senator. Right? They're not even knowing it's the damn senator. It's like, yeah. what the fuck can you do, especially when you living in a country that's built well, it's set up through white people anyway, like. It was created for the odds to always be against us. So it's like, what do we do next? What can we do? Just fight. Goddamn, it's fine. It's been fine, but that's the thing. A lot of times I feel like we feel like we winning and we not winning. No, at really all. Not. Like, even with Barack being the, the president, I feel like 
that gave us a little bit of comfort. Mm-hmm. But it really didn't do that. And then we turned around and had us. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> type, what type of shit is that? And he <laughs> went off electoral votes and not even off the population. Mm-hmm. But we live in a democracy. Everything contradicts itself. Because, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah, that no is a that, yeah. The electoral college is a big ass contradiction. <laughs> I just want to touch on what Josh just said about having a little brother and not, and him possibly being in the same position that we are. I have a brother that's fifteen, and um, if you see my brother, you would definitely think he's not fifteen. And I've been trying to educate him on make sure he's paying attention to what's going on today because it's so easy especially for the kids growing up to think because i know i was that kid oh nothing's gonna happen to me but you can be that person quickly and as these kids grow up in the in the generation that's growing up they look grown and i've been trying to make sure i tell my brother all the time you look grown, so they're gonna approach you and treat you like you're an adult, like a grown black man, like a grown black man, and you're 15. Like it's, and then it's hard to tell a kid like this is what, this is what's going on. These are the situations that you're putting, in. and they like say that they understand, but kids are kids are kids. Kids get scared. Kids. Panic. Grown niggas get scared. I'm yeah. scared when they come I get scared and panic. Like. I get scared because, first of all, I live in Knoxville. Mm. Racist, racist, rednecks, all of that. And also, I, I'm, a, I'm a licensed gun carrier. And I keep my gun on me at all times. But the thing is with that, like, whenever you get pulled over, you have to let an officer know that you have your gun license and you have a gun in the car. So, even me saying that... You know, that's instantly grounds for give them any type of reason to treat me hostile or to do any or any everything that they possibly want to. So that shit really frightens the fuck out of me now. Because I know a lot of police officers, like, everybody's really hostile. The police are hostile. Black people are hostile. hostile a couple white people are Just everybody's hostile right now. So, I don't know, that just frightens the fuck out of me to any time if... You know, I get pulled over. How do I act? Y'all probably cry. <laughs> like I be so terrified just just because that on oh, that one determining factor, but just because it's on my license. So even if I don't tell them and they run my shit, it's still gonna pop up. So, have y'all been in any situations with police officers where you kind of felt uneasy? Yeah, yeah. I went to school with white people, so that whole situation, like going to school with them, being around white cops, kids. And seeing like, cause that's where it starts anyway within the house. It's like when you interact. I I be trying to dodge interacting with cops. Period. Like my dad has always avoided the situation dealing with cops, and I think just seeing how he deal with it, I didn't try to avoid it as well. Like it really don't matter whether the cop. It seemed like even if he black. You still gotta be wary with like people just be abusing their authority. What? The cops that did the um thing to the Five out of the six was black. Right. Yeah. In a majority black city. So have you had a personal experience with cops? Yeah. It was like last year. I was in I was in Murfreesboro last year. And I was going I was pulling up my friend's house because I need somewhere to stay, so like I was pulling up over there. And I um I was going to his apartment, but I missed like the 
entry point and I thought it was another one, but it wasn't. So I made a U-turn and I turned into the um, apartment complex. So I guess like they got like police that are like stationed mm-hmm. at that apartment. So like as soon as I turned in, like they pulled me over and then like rolled down my window. They was like, they smell marijuana coming from my car. One, I'm thinking you in your car. I'm in mine. How are you smelling marijuana in my car? And I'm, I'm not even smoking right now. Like, mm. I do smoke, but how are you smelling marijuana in my car from your car? Mm. My window's up. Your window's up. That's what I'm thinking. Of course, I don't say that because, like, I don't want to. Because it's like, one come on this side, one come on this side, flashlights. And I'm like, nigga, I'm finna die. That's the first shit I think, nigga, I'm finna die on God. But, um... No, so they asked me to step out the car. They searching the car, searching the car. They found a little bit, like they found like a little bit of weed, like on the floor type shit. Mm. But like it's like you dropped something type of shit. Type shit, yeah. yeah. So they find that shit and like they ask me all these fucking questions. And the only thing in my mind is like, nigga, I just want to go to my nigga house food. I just want to get out this shit. Like, please just let me go. At first, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like I'm either finna die. Or I'm gonna go to jail. Like it's one of the two. I'm mm-hmm. in Murfreesboro at this point. Food. It's like oh damn. No, Murfreesboro racist as hell. At this point, it's like one thirty in the morning. So I'm like, oh, it's over with. Like in my head, I'm just praying the whole time. I'm like, please just get me out of this. Please get me out. Please get me out. But no, I'm saying they just took my little shit and like eventually, like they let me go. But that whole time, like I'm sweating. Like they looked at me. They could see my sweat falling. They was like, are you are you good? Are you good? And I was like. No, I'm scared as hell. God, I was like, well, I'm scared. Like, I'm scared for my life right now, God. And I'm like, just calm down, calm down. I'm like, hell, no, I'm scared <laughs> as hell. But, like, I think about this shit, like, all the time. Like, I think that's probably, like, the last time I got pulled over. But, like, every time a cop car get behind me, like, my heart dropped, like, every time. Mm-hmm. It don't matter where I'm at. It don't matter what I'm doing. It don't matter what time of day it is. Like, every time a cop car gets behind me, I get scared as hell, like, paranoid like shit and not just stemming from that one experience but like y'all like we were talking about everything that's going around like everything that's happening in the world like forever like I'm thinking about all this shit every time I see a cop car so like Crystal said I'm trying to avoid any interaction with police period like I don't want to talk to you like I'm not, even, I'm not even trying to walk by, I'm not even trying to walk by you like yeah and it's so crazy cause like I got family members that are cops and even them telling me stories like they feel like they're just talking to a family member but i'm hearing like okay if you like that how many more y'all like that like mm-hmm. literally abuse the fuck out they power like yeah little shit here just well some mama say and i just be like what the fuck that wasn't right and they'll be mad all that like one i had one family member said that they was chasing somebody he said oh i tried to kill that nigga when i called him and i was just like what the fuck Oh goodness! On, it could be just like okay, I would be mad I had to chase him, but to kill him. What did I can only imagine when he did get his hands on him? What the fuck he had did? Like, mm-hmm. but that be going on all the time. It's just that I feel like now that we older, we able to see it yeah. outside of just our parents telling us from their experiences or our grandparents or whatever. I um had one experience, and this was like recent. Like the end of last year, I was leaving an outing and uh, I have an all-black car, blacked out, black rims, black tent. And so I was driving, I was at a red light and the police officer turned his lights on, got out the car, came up to my window, had me roll the window down, looked inside the car, 
He was like, oh, it's a female. And turned around and walked back. And I was like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? That shit crazy. And man. I was like, because I was thinking to myself, like, I'm at a red light. You pulled up at the red light behind me. You didn't even see. He might have saw me pull up to the red light, but I wasn't speeding. Mm-hmm. I went from one red light to the next red light. So what were you looking for? And it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. But it's like, so if I wasn't a female or if I, like, then what? Like, it was like so crazy. But I'm in school for criminal justice. I, yeah. like, I forever wanted to, I always said I wanted to be a police officer or a detective. And then I went through the almost like police academy part. And I was like, I don't want to do this shit. Hell no. <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine being out there. I would have quit. Yeah. Because I can't. I can't look at my own people and just feel disgraceful. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I be wanting to ask black police officers. I was at a light. I was just telling Chris and Tracy, I was at the light. It's two black police officers next to me. They smiling, talking about some, what's up? Nah, nigga, I ain't fucking with y'all. No fuck. <laughs> I, I was nodding my head. Ooh, let the light turn green. Like, yeah. this shit crazy. Like, I don't know. I don't know, I feel like, well, I, it's not that big of, but I, I think he only pulled, now this was before my car was wrecked. <laughs> so, uh, I was in, I was with somebody in Knoxville, and uh, I was letting him drive my car. And, um, we got, we was, I think we was coming from the gas station, or we was leaving, we was coming, pulling into the gas station, or leaving the gas station. But he pulled, we one driving fast, one speeding, one doing that, we just, he pulled us over. So I was like, bro, what the fuck? Who car is this? Nigga, who, who else car is it? Uh, so he got license and registration. Where y'all going? Where y'all been? Type of thing. I'm like, like you know, is there something wrong? Did we do something? Yeah, however, this man had the audacity to say the light. Y'all know where the license plate? He was like, yeah, the light on your license plate was uh was uh out. The light on my license plate was out. It wasn't even dark outside. It was like it was getting close to dark. But the light on my license plate was out. That's the only reason you pulled me over. Really? Needs to be fun and shit. Really? Oh, God. This shit, wow. Like, everywhere I go for, I be driving slow as hell now. Oh, God. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even want to, like, drive over the speed. Nah, I be, I be, I be, uh, pedal to the right now. For real, yeah. especially right now. For I be driving slow as hell. I be on the interstate doing 55. Period. Oh, God. I ain't gonna lie, I still be speeding. Not downtown. I don't do it downtown. But, but I think, see, we live down here. I feel like this shit make it even more impactful. Like, my dad owning the salon downtown and then living downtown and my family live downtown. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't no dodging it. Like, yeah. we can't go to Germantown mm-hmm. or Cordova and I ain't got to hear it. Like, I'm yeah. hearing these folks protest all day. It's cars everywhere. You just hoping that they don't mess up like our business that we have down here or whatever you just want everything to just you really want a fairy tale to happen that it just seems like not gonna happen yeah it's kind of crazy because like crystal said i live downtown i work downtown it's no escaping it and then it's like i go to a corporate job where they don't want us to talk about it they don't want us to protest like at some point, you got to realize, like, this is what, like, this is what's going on. This is what's going on in the world. Like, it's not no, they want us to come to work and just act like, 
ain't nothing happening. But it doesn't work like that. And like I was talking to one of my coworkers. I was talking to one of my coworkers and she was like, I don't understand why people protest in that way. It ain't gonna change nothing. Uh even if I was to go protest, I'll be scared for my life because I feel like I'm gonna get shot. I'm okay, like to a extent, I can understand because when like how Josh said, we've been protesting and we still don't have no equality, no justice. They just give us little shit to be to keep us calm for a short period of time. But it's like damn, how many more protests are we gonna have to do? How much more violent we'll have to get? And even if we get more violent, we see that our president is willing to take it to that level yeah. with the violence. So it's like, well, damn, how many of us going to have to die from a protest, a riot, the police officers, whoever else they decide? Because people going to die from both ends. How many lives got to be sacrificed for us to get somewhere? Well, like, at this point, I feel like the protest is not just about them. It's like we are sacrificing ourselves at a protest because we don't know what the yeah. hell going to happen. It's Thanks. really the police that's, if y'all been watching, it's really the police. Everybody's been protesting, like, aside from the riots and looting. The protests in large numbers, everybody's mostly peaceful. And it's always the police to throw the first stone, literally, to hit with tear gas, the rubber bullets. People can just, in a lot of videos, I just said people just literally be standing there with their hands up and they pop, pop, pop. Yep. Like, he yep. was literally just kneeling with his hands up, yep. and you hitting him with rubber bullets? Like, mm-hmm. what type of shit is that? And they want us to be, like, the protests to be peaceful, but y'all not being peaceful. Y'all are enticing people to react violently. Because they don't want you to do the damn protests, period. Well, that's, a, and they say, First Amendment, First Amendment, First Amendment. Shit, protesting is a First Amendment, but y'all, the y'all... Uh, everybody's acting unlawful and this is getting out of hand. Well, if you would just abide by the laws and let people use their First Amendment rights instead of shutting them and shooting them down and shit like that, nobody would probably react as violent, you know, as people have been. But I think that's what a lot of people get so upset about is the police really enticing most of the violence. That's why I just feel like we feel like we live in a democracy and we kind of don't. Definitely don't. Because you can't say, like, they let certain laws and certain situations work for certain situations. Like, mm-hmm. You can carry your firearm, but you still scared to get pulled over because you got a firearm. But you licensed. Yeah. Like, why am I scared to have a gun that I'm licensed for by another cop, by a cop that pulls me over? Not by somebody just a pedestrian, but the actual law enforcement. I should feel the safest, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And knowing knowing that I'm licensed, I have my, you know, like, you feel so confident. Mm -hmm. And you really just be scared as hell. Like, should I even tell him I even got it? No, tell him. Because that's going to make it worse. Yeah, you got to tell him. But I'm still, like, you be scared. Let me ask y'all this. How do y'all feel about um, companies that we frequent not, or companies that we work for or that we frequent not, Saying something about what's going on right now. Please don't. Okay, I was just thinking about that today. Because you got some companies that saying that they didn't, that they support it. But how do we know it? Because they made a post. That's what I was just saying. Telling our money. Fake it. I don't care if you say something. Don't be silent. Do not be silent. Silence is the the problem. (laughs) Silence is the problem. And I'm going to say this. I'm not going to go into detail. And I'm not going to say where I... Damn, I've already said where I work on this. Oh, well, it's public knowledge. It's public knowledge. If you find it, you find it. 
So, my job has a situation Ooh. I'm trying where they can speak out and shut some shit down, but they're choosing to remain silent. Mm. Like somebody in the company has said that they're going to enact a violent act on peaceful people. I'm trying to choose my words wisely Wise here, but if you can read between the lines, <laughs> read. <laughs> but somebody said that they were going to do something violent to peaceful people in in the midst of everything that's going on in this country. And my job has decided to be silent and not say nothing and barely say something to the person that has said that in the company. They choose to be silent. And the people... This is public knowledge. This is so if y'all want to go on the internet and find it, you can. I'm not breaking any codes here, <laughs> but uh, people are demanding answers from my company. Mm. People are demanding answers. People are demanding answers, and they're choosing to be silent. Hmm. And it's so frustrating to me. It's so frustrating because if you're choosing to be silent, you're being silent about my life. That could be me out there that that person is trying to do violent acts to. So if you don't care about you don't care about me or my life, yeah, you may value me as a poet. Y'all might love me around Tristany. Hey, yeah, what's up? Oh my God, we love you. Da, 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 da. But you don't love my life or what my life stands for. And I just said this the other day. I am a black person before I'm anything first. else. First. I am black first. First. That's first. the first thing that I am is black. I can be peaceful and I'm super cordial with a lot of my coworkers and everything. But I'm black first. I'm black first. And I've heard a lot of people, coworkers, complain about these protesters all in the way. And whoop, whoop. I ain't say, oh, because I've been cool, because I know me. I'm just, oh, okay, whatever. But it's getting out of hand now, especially mm-hmm. for the company to remain silent on something like this. Don't be silent. Say something. Let's fake it. Fake it. But say something. To where at least the people or other companies will think, you know, you sign with them, then they will maybe speak out against it. Because if you speak out, then now it's public knowledge that you, and if you do the, if you go against the opposite, oh, they're going to drag your company. Mm-hmm. They're going to drag it through the mud. Josh, how you feel? Um, well, I work, I mean, I work, I work for the city. So, like, in my department, like, my department is, like, pretty much black. So like we have like we talk about it all the time like we talk like I talk about it with my kids every day, cause every day it seems like it's like something new that happened somebody else then got killed like it's a more protest so like I feel like it's my duty to talk to them about that every day like just see where they head sit because like it's on social media like I can't scroll down my TL they all like literally the only two things I'm seeing on my TL for the past like three or four days mm-hmm. is protest police brutality and sexual assault stuff. Yep. That's all I'm seeing on my TL. So if it's me, like I know how I'm I know how I'm looking at it mm-hmm. and I know how I'm dealing with it. I know how it's affecting me. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. how these 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 year olds are looking at it and taking it in. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's my duty yeah. to say that. Um I bet they're I overwhelmed. Oh my god, I forgot to think about the kids. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and, then, and like when I ask them how they feel, like this, how, like this, how it is, like it's overwhelming. Like we don't, we don't really like know what to do mm-hmm. or what to think. Like we don't understand why these people don't like us. Mm-hmm. Like what did we do that was so bad? Like y'all, like they brought us here. Like we didn't even want to come here. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these, these y'all are the brought things, us these here. Are, these are the things my kids. These are the things that my kids are saying. Mm-hmm. Like 
So I can only imagine like what's really going on in their heads. Yeah. But I mean, as far as like my job, like, you know what I'm saying? We talk about it. I don't necessarily know where the whole, you know what I'm saying, city of Memphis government stands on it. I don't really necessarily care. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is at this point. But as far as like my job, like, we encourage these kind of discussions because like everybody, pretty much everybody works in the office like is like around my age except for our supervisors and then like the director of the office. But like we talk about it all the time. So we don't really, it's not really like a, it's not really like an environment where we, where we can't speak out about how we feel or, you know what I'm saying, we feel shunned about our opinion and nothing like that. How you feel? I know you were you you self employed. Right. <laughs> Shout out Big to Crystal. Right. It seemed like the worst time to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. But uh I feel like with this going on, like I just said, this time and like even with Kobe, like we already had to go through, you know, business being closed down and then we gotta go through this part of it. Some we always have faced anyway, but it's just like the cherry on top because now they're doing the looting and the riding. It's scary because it's like I'm black and then we got a business. Like, I could, we could still get targeted and be looted or, and still be black. Like, okay, so we black owned and doing stuff for our community, but it's tends to know what's going on. And sometimes some businesses have to get made an example. Mm-hmm. It's scary because. If we don't have, like, if we don't have our salon, I don't have anything. Like, I don't have a clock in. I don't have, like, that's my my parents. That's their income. That's my income. If we don't have it, it's, like, scary. So, every day, like, you just have to pray and hope that not only you you able to see another day as an African-American, you got to pray that your business still be standing in the morning. Like, it just make everything so much harder. But... I said if our business got to be sacrificed to help on a whole different stand, we we ready for that part, but it's still scary to, to face. The reality. Mm-hmm. I um I got a text message from my brother telling me to look on Instagram and look at his school's Instagram page, and they had made a statement. <sighs> so I've always been pro public school because I feel like this. I've never been a private school person. I went to private school for a year, kindergarten, and it was horrible. And I've I've been against the private school thing altogether. But my brother got a great opportunity to go to a private school, an amazing private school in the city that holds themselves on diversity. They Mm -hmm. are made around diversity. The first thing they tell you is, we have people here from every country in a continent in the world so how is it that you make a statement and you don't even acknowledge what's going on in the world so under that statement you have kids and i read at least a hundred of the comments and you have people aging back to 2009 telling their experience about how they didn't feel included and these weren't just black kids these were kids of all nationalities saying how they felt they didn't feel included. They felt like they were there just so that the school could say, we got this person here from this place. 
But what was most impactful was because my brother was there this year and because they're very pro um, being active, having your family active with the school, a lot of the kids that were under the post that graduated from the class of 2020 were talking under the post and a couple of them were athletes and they were saying they felt like the school only had them there, the black kids there, to get these basketball uh, trophies to get these track trophies, to get these football trophies, to say I got I'm this sure black donors too. Huh? Donors too. Yeah. I got these this I got they not acknowledging them having a black person. They're acknowledging everything that that black kid can get them. Mm-hmm. And to hear and see that from students that graduated from the school this year. So you're not hearing this from adults. You're hearing, well, they are somewhat adults, 18, but these are kids that acknowledge what they went through and why they went through it through a school that's supposed to be there and they pledge themselves on diversity. And I just thought that was like crazy. Like, These companies are always diversity and inclusion is, but they never want to fight for diverse lives. No. Never. Never. And that's the fucked up part about how we, the world country we live in. They sell for diversity, but no no fight for diverse lives. So, I don't know, it's just really fucked up. And that's kind of how I feel about um, my company, too. I mean, it's not diverse at all. Like, at all, at all, but they, yeah, we, yeah, we support diversity, and even, like, okay, so y'all know when the tornadoes and stuff hit Middle Tennessee, like, any type of events and tragedy that strike the country, they like, how can we get involved, what can we do, and I even was the lead on the project, I worked my ass off, ass off, I was, I remember, yes, Saturday and Sunday, I was working to get, to help, like, for the tornado victims, and the fact that this cause has came up, Oh, we're gonna go radio song. We're gonna we're not gonna say anything and like that hurts me personally because I don't want somebody like I fought for the tornado victims' lives. You know what I'm saying? I was there. Granted, nobody else and I was actually me and one other person. She just she's black too. Me and her were the only my my manager didn't even help. Well, she was gone, but she she was on vacation. But it was just me and another black lady helping. And I organized so much. I had, I, and I, okay, so I work at a logistics place. I know nothing about logistics at all. So I had to figure out everything. Nobody barely wanted to help me. Not a lot of people donated, but the company wanted to, you know, work hard. But y'all see, I worked my ass off for this cause, but y'all not going to try to do nothing for my cause, my mm-hmm. people's cause. Y'all not going to do nothing. Y'all going to say nothing. And that that just hurts me. Per- that it hurts me personally. Like it really does. Cause I worked my ass off for tornado victims. Then, I mean, granted, lives were still being lost, and it's not as uh, it's not as grand as what our people are going through right now. But it's still a cause. Mm-hmm. Injustice is a cause. Racial injustice, police brutality, police brutality. All of that is a cause. That's a cause. And for a company to not speak on. You know, pick and choose what causes you want to speak for. That just says a lot. It just says a lot. So, well, I, I want to put in here because we we have some other things that we want to talk about this episode. Um, I want to say rest in peace, George Floyd. I want to say rest in peace to all the lives that we have lost 
to police brutality. Um, Black Lives Matter for sure. They do. Oh, and if you say all all lives matter, oh my God, this literally said but. Yes. That's like a but. Like if they, if you say Black Lives Matter, but so when you say but, that means you disagreeing with the first statement that's being said. You're 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 not agreeing with the first thing. So you basically saying all you basically saying Black Lives don't matter. By saying all lives matter. Let me show this, this meme, y'all. About it, about the leg. Yes. Let me put in here why uh, Tristan put up the meme. And we'll post the meme to our, um, our Instagram, which is ACT Podcast. Um, I want to say if, because I, I know a lot of my coworkers listen to this, and I can say whatever I want to say off the fucking clock. Please stop saying you cool for a black person. I'm so tired <laughs> of hearing that shit. Who said you that? You cool for a black person. What the fuck? Bitch, I'm cool because I'm cool. <laughs> like, stop saying that shit. Somebody said it to you? Yes, you cool <laughs> for a black person. What the fuck? Yeah, we get stereotypes somewhere. That doesn't even make no sense. <laughs> I'm like, god damn. Jesus. But, um, I'm gonna let Tristan start off the podcast. Start, I said start off the podcast. Start off the next topic. I actually feel very strongly about this topic. Me too. I not that I don't feel strongly about the previous topic, but just but, from personal experiences, yeah. I know that me I talked to you about um, very very strongly. So all my UTMT U of M people that like to tune in, uh, basically if you black and in Memphis or Nashville or Knoxville, y'all know what's going on lately. So um, there. Um, is a new page now and I don't know if it started at MT or UT first I really can't call it but there's a new page um, for me personally because I'm a UT alum um, called Use Your Voice UTK and it was created as a safe place for victims of sexual assault um, by UT Knoxville students um, to come and share their experiences and to just basically kind of have a voice. Um, so on this page, um, if you haven't um, heard it, I would suggest, you know, take the time out to go look at it real quick. Um, it's at Use Your Voice UTK. And um, there are, there's like a, the first, like the pen tweet is where people can share their stories that they have to share about sexual assault. But basically, um, they're posting stories um, from people that saying, you know, they've been sexual assaulted, rape, coerced into sexual acts, um, um, what's another thing, like just any type of sexual violence, um, misconduct, um, with UT people, either they go there now or they went there previously, I've seen somebody go all the way back to 2014 or maybe I think it was probably 2012 like I've seen a couple people tell a lot of different stories whether you knew UT oh you oh UT and this is the same for um I think it's MT have y'all seen any other school do anything like this I know I've seen something in um another page but I'm not really sure so I don't even want to speak on that but I know for sure for MT and for UT so a lot of people have been coming forward with their sexual assault um sexual assault stories and a lot of the people that are accusing are well known people that everybody that's in this room know you know 
and cool with, hang out with. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it, yeah, it definitely is very, very unfortunate. But you know, some people that went to school with us, you know, just it's all it's a bunch of different people, people that we know, hang out with. Memphis, Knoxville, everybody we turn up with at all these parties and stuff like that. So it's just really interesting to see and hear different stories about people that we know. Like, not even just, a, oh, okay, I've heard of that person, but people that we know. So, or it could be people that you know that we just, you know, oh, okay, I know of him. Yeah, we, we hang out, kick it or whatever. And it's not even just women talking about men. It's women talking about men, men talking about women. I even seen some stuff about women talking about women. Like, even like in the LGBT community, like aggressively, um, excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. It's that beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's just really, really interesting. And even, I mean, I know I've had friends that have been, you know, sexually assaulted or different things like that. But um, I mean, I even have a personal story myself with somebody that went to UT. Um, I mean, I don't, y'all think I should tell it? I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter to me because like because I didn't tell I, I told Jessica and she was like and I even I told her like a couple years later because we were talking about something I was like oh yeah when we was this had happened she was like Tristan why you didn't say nothing I was I don't know I don't know why I don't know I didn't I don't know but somebody I was telling somebody else this story earlier and I was like why he was like, "Why are you, are you gonna say something now?" And I was just like, "It doesn't matter to me that much now, cause that man grown as hell. Like she this shit was grown that, from the start. That's true, but like it doesn't matter to me that much. That man, it's crazy, cause he's about to have a daughter. I don't know if he if she's born now, but Ooh. yeah. But anyway, I'll tell it. It's not even. It's not that. It's not that big, but kind of, but not really. It's not rape or nothing like that, so it's not that graphic, y'all. Um." So, it was freshman year, me and a couple friends, we were going to um, our friend's house. He picked us up from campus, you know, freshman year, we on campus. And uh, it was off on a, I think we had exams, just like towards the end of the semester, so, so you know, we ready to turn up, like, let's, hey. let's, yeah, oh. hey, let's get lit. <laughs> so, uh, he came, picked all of us up. It was one, me, Jessica, it was four of us. And it was him and I think one of his roommates. But we was all cool. We didn't hung out. Like, we was all cool. Like, ain't nobody tried to talk to nobody. We was literally just like, turn, let's turn, like, I'll turn up. Like, the whole year, that's all we did was like, have fun and shit like that. So it wasn't nothing, no extra sneaky shit. So we was all drinking, whatever. Everybody was getting drunk as hell. You know, when you hang out, everybody start dropping off, like, passing out, you know, like flies. So everybody was like, okay, we all going to sleep. So. I think they fell asleep in his room. I don't think nobody, I really don't remember nobody else being in the living room with me, but I was on a pallet, like, you know, in the living room floor. I was on a pallet, I was passed out. I was drunk as hell, like, passed out, like, uh, passed out. So, I was asleep, right? And I guess I kind of like, I don't know, something just, I just kind of woke up. And I woke up, and he was on top of me. He didn't penetrate. I don't. I, I, he didn't penetrate because you know if you if you you would feel you that know. the next day. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he he ain't do nothing like that. But I woke up and he was on top of me. And I woke up like what the fuck. And then I passed back out. That's how out of it. Like I woke up. I saw him on top of me. I was like what the fuck. And I just passed back out. I that's all. That's that's literally it. But. 
don't know, like, I don't think I really I don't think he touched me or anything like that. I just I don't know what the fuck I don't I don't know what the fuck was going on, but I know I woke up and I saw him on top of me, and I passed back out. Like that's uh, disturbing. It's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. It's very like now when I the back then I don't know I, I didn't I don't know I guess I didn't fully process it, but now that I'm like when I told Jessica, she's like, bro, that's sick. And now that I'm thinking about it, that is sick. That is sick. Like I didn't. I don't know. I just. I didn't process. I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't fully think about what had really. Like what was going on. You know what had really happened, in the sense of like sexual assault and like violation of privacy. You know all those type of things. I really didn't think to take all of those things into consideration. But like when I told Jessica, I think I told Jessica like maybe a year or two ago, and this happened 2014, maybe 2015. And it's somebody that everybody knows. Like, if you went to UT and you was in Knoxville 2015, year 2014, 2015, y'all know this person, which is fucking crazy. But, I mean, I hung out with him afterwards. I was just always, like, mindful and, like, never, like, oh, we finna go over there and kick it with him type of deal. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna keep my distance type of shit. But it would never, it wasn't no, like, beef or no, like, oh, I'm scared to be around him type of thing. I don't know. It's weird. But, yeah. I don't know. This shit crazy. It is crazy. Doesn't this sound crazy to hear? Like, even now that I just said it, this sounds even more crazy. I, I know, I, Josh, I know you, you've you seen it and heard it. And and how do you, like, what is your take on it? And how do you feel as far as when it comes to, um, like, you went to one of the best schools in the fucking United States. Like, Period. what was your experience? In your city, your school. Like it was sex and assault and stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, that shit was going on there too. Like, they had plenty of, like, plenty of, like, outings. Like, it wasn't like no pages. Like, it was at one point, it was at one point, I'll never forget. It was, um, it was one day, they, like, printed off, like, wow. people's names. They, like, printed off people's names with the hashtag, we know what you did. And like put them all on the ground, like in like the main section of campus where people gonna pass through every day, like right across the street from like where the cafeteria is at. Like people are gonna see this, like on the steps. Like it's plenty of folks' names. Like la da, we know what you did. La da, we know what you did. Like plenty of people's names. I'm talking about like prominent people that went to the school. So like it's not, it's not like foreign to me like seeing that shit. But at the same time. Like, with it being, like, one of the quote-unquote best schools or whatever, like, mm-hmm. they still weren't doing nothing about that shit. To my knowledge, just from the stories that I hear, like, I always hear administration tried to hide it. Administration tried Damn. to sweep it under the rug. They, they tried they to make it too. feel like it, they mm-hmm. tried to make it out like it wasn't a big deal. Like, they didn't they didn't really do any type of disciplinary action on the person and that type of shit. And like you said, like, they have in UT. I feel like they have in every school because, mm-hmm. especially a school like, you know what I'm saying, Morehouse, like, there's a reputation, you know what I'm saying? Damn. There's a reputation that they have to feel like they, that they feel that they have to uphold, and even in Spelman too, because you know what I'm saying? Spelman's an all-girls school. Like, not only do you have situations where it's, you know what I'm saying? Spelman girls, Morehouse guys, Clark girls, Clark guys, which you got situations where it's Spelman girl, Spelman girl. Mm-hmm. You got situations where it's Spelman girl, Clark girl. You got situations where it's Morehouse guy, Morehouse guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. 
all these type of di- different situations, but you from the outside looking in, it's like these are because first of all, we all right next to each other. Like yeah. you can walk to either school from wherever school that you at, and if you look in it, it's like this is like a center of culture. Like it's three HBCUs right here in the same spot in one of the blackest cities in the country. That's how people are looking at it. But at the same time, when it comes to the sexual assault shit, it's like just from the shit that I heard, like, them niggas didn't care about that shit. Like, niggas want to protect their reputations. Mm-hmm. Niggas, of course, gonna save folks online to protect their personal rep- rep- reputations and shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I done seen all this shit. Like, I done seen all this shit. Just people going through it. Like, caring about people doing it. Like, that shit crazy. That shit wild as hell to me. It is wild. I think it's always crazy when you, you hear the stories and then... You know the person. <clears throat> That's true. This shit hit different. No, this shit hit real different. Cause it's, it's like, especially when you've known them for a long time. Right. This shit hit different as hell. Like with that UT shit, like mm-hmm. on that page, like. Reading right, stories so like, hurt though. Reading huh? stories hurt. Nah, for real. I'm good. And like reading that shit, and like looking at the people that was accusing us, like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, some of these niggas, these are niggas that I legit, like, kick it with. Like, whenever I go to Knox, like, I kick it with. Like, my niggas, I'm like, hold on, bro. It's like, how do you react? Like, what do you, how do you react to seeing your friends that, you know, are getting accused? Like, what do you say? How do you say it? I mean, the one thing that we don't need to do is be silent. Yeah, and I feel like accountability is. Facts. Account accountability at this point is big, and I feel like, um, and I, we definitely not going to say any names or anything, but I've seen some responses from different people, and looking at how people have responded to it, mm-hmm. some people have held their self responsible. Yeah, some people have yeah. chose to be silent, mm-hmm. and your reaction to what somebody has said about you and what I read and what I see really shows me a lot about you as a person and you holding yourself accountable. And so for the people that I know, if I haven't seen you say something, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. I mean, okay, so the thing with sexual assault, and I really think we need to, like, pull up some definitions here because there are different things that come into sexual assault. Mm -hmm. So you have a bunch of different terms and, um... Before I get to that, because I'm actually going to look some of these terms up just to um, kind of clear the air as to all these. Cause you, so you have rape, sexual assault, you have molestation, um, groping, what other terms Ooh. are there? It's just, I mean, even like approaching a woman, like sexual violence, like not doing anything, but like, har- like okay, sexual harassment, that's what I was thinking of. Like harassing somebody sexually. Um, like just saying like unwanted phrases and different things like that to them and the um, being coerced mm-hmm. into having sex and like you know after somebody tells you no please come on come on I do this or you can't come over here or I won't help you with this if you don't have sex with me type of deal so um, I think taking those and knowing those definitions so kind of observing this is for both men and women I feel like Women get overlooked too. Women definitely sexual assault men, definitely, and I think that gets um, overlooked a lot. Um, But let's see here. 
while Tristan is pulling up some definitions, I have something that I kind of want to slide in here. Um, I have like a personal story of something where I kind of like was mad at myself. Uh, I was talking to this guy that had just, it was my freshman year, and I was talking to this guy that had just graduated maybe like two years prior from TSU. And he had a line that was crossing. And I want to say Tristan introduced me to the dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah. Um, he had told me, like, he had a line crossing or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, shit. You know, he was like, come up. I'm like, cool. So, I get some of my friends to come up or whatever. Well, we all go up together, actually. And it was a... Two girls had never been to a party. So I'm like, oh, they got to come. So it was four of us in total. Um, when we first got to the party, I was like, what the fuck? Because it was people having sex. It was people getting head. And, like, it was a whole lot of folks. And I don't know. like in the joint. Huh? Like, in the joint. People was having sex, like... Yo, like on the size of the, it was like one, it wasn't a house, it was like, it wasn't a house, it was like a, it looked like a house, but it was like an event thing. So they had like an upstairs, downstairs, the place was so fucking raggedy, it looked like if somebody blew on that hole, it would have fell down, <laughs> like, it was crazy as fuck, but he, um... It was so much shit going on in the party, and I got videos on the party, y'all, and, like, I was listening to some of the shit that the niggas that was, like, in the videos was saying, and it was, like, real explicit. But, um, he had came, first fuck up was, he came to me with a drink. Ladies, go get your own fucking drink. Like, don't let nobody come bring you no drink. My mama had told me that when I first went to college. People be slipping shit in folks' drinks and stuff and don't know it and be fucked up for life. And so, I was thinking I was doing something because I'm like, oh, no, nah, give me the drink that you get. Hell no. Nah. So, I, I get the drink. I drink the drink. I'm fucked up. Like, and I realize, I realize that I have to pee. So, I don't take second fuck up. I don't take no friends with me. I just go to the restaurant with my phone. The women's restaurant line was like real fucking long because of course women gotta pee all the time. And the men line had like two people in it. So it was a security guard right there patrolling like the women the women and the men's restroom. So I um asked the security guard like, can I go in the men's restroom? And he like, yeah. And um I'm like, cool. So I go in there, nobody in there, and then I go in there, nobody's in there, and I hear the door open. Mind you, it's one stall, two urinals. So, I hear two guys talking, and I hear one of the dudes saying, like, oh, it's a girl in here. And I instantly, like, shit, oh, oh, shit. So, I, like, finished doing what I was doing, um, unlocked the door, and I try to, like, book it, sleep to the fucking door. And they, one of the dudes grabbed me. When he grabbed me, I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, because I had already been, like, no cap, wobbling around and shit, like, because I was fucked up. 
And so the other dude grabbed me. When he grabbed me, I dropped my phone, cracked the whole front of my phone. The whole front of my phone was on the floor. So I reached down to get my phone, picked my phone up, realized that my phone was fucked. And then I'm trying to still trying to get out the door. And dude like, nah, where you going? Where you going? And just so happened, the security guard opened the door and was like, what the fuck going on in here? And like, they was like, oh, this was a girl in here. It was a girl in the men's restroom. But it was like, and I couldn't even get it out. Like, these folks, like, I ain't gonna even go to the woulda, what woulda happened type shit because mm-hmm. it didn't. But it's like, <laughs> that's it's, scary. It's that's so scary because it's like, damn, like, what was your intentions? Or what was your, y'all, gra- like, y'all grabbed me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. Emily. That shit was crazy. You Creepy ass shit. And when like, I said something to the dude that I went to go see, he was like, Oh, this shit always happened at parties. Like, and he was saying that shit like it was nothing. Like, the fuck? You condone this shit? Yeah. And that just lets you know what he about, you yeah. know? But I do, I have the definitions and everything now if y'all want to go ahead and read them to y'all. Sure. So, the first one I looked up, y'all, was sexual assault. Uh, Now, let me start with sexual harassment. Sexual harassment is behavior characterized by the making of unwelcome and inappropriate sexual remarks or physical advances in a workplace or other professional or social situation. So, in this work, you could be at parties, uh, chilling, anywhere. That's that's life right there. Life of a woman. Um, The next one I have is uh, molestation. Sexual assault or abuse of a person, especially a woman or child, um, the action of pester, pestering or harassing someone in an aggressive or persistent manner. Then you have rape, um, unlawful sexual intercourse, or any other sexual penetration of the vagina, anus, or mouth of another person with your or with or without force by a sex organ, other body part, or foreign object without the consent of the victim damn and reading that definition well shit mm. that just made me think of something damn since we're talking about sexual assault I'm gonna say this cause I said I was gonna be more vocal about my stories and shit and the fact that I did share that story which uh, it's a big deal but I don't know, I just, I never thought of it as, like, that big of a deal, but it definitely is a big deal. But, I mean, before I say this, the first thing I want to say, it's very important for everybody, men, women, everybody. Even if you know you've done something bad and you feel like it's on your conscience to speak up or try to do something or, you know, speak up, say something, say something, say something, say something. Never be silenced. Like I said at the beginning, silence is the problem. So, I never told y'all the real reason why I came to Memphis. No, you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure y'all can tell on Instagram and Snapchat stories, I've been dealing with some shit last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the actual real reason, and I want to before I start talking, be cool, okay? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> before I start talking... Just be cool, okay? Alright? Everybody just... Mm-hmm. Anyways. So, the real reason 
that I came to Memphis because uh, I was a bit, I was supposed to come for Memorial Weekend. And let me and tell I, you, I let I me lied. put this in here real quick. <laughs> Tristany, when she says she come to Memphis, does not live <laughs> in Memphis, Tennessee for anybody that's new. She don't live here. She live in Knoxville. Okay. And when I say I come, have time be flogging. I don't know. <laughs> Crystal Shaw was like, you're a liar. <laughs> I am still here. So uh, the real reason that I really came, um, because I had a rough week last week. Um, it was a lot of shit going on. Um, so it's, it's family. So it started off family stuff. Like my cousin was having like a hard time with, you know, her mom and dad and cousin. So we were just talking. And then some shit got brought up about me. So when I was like mm, seven, eight, I really don't remember. Uh, what I've been thinking this whole time for, how old am I? 24, about to be 25, whatever. This whole time in my life, I've been thinking I was molested. Whole time, it was real. By this definition, it was rape. That's why I was like, oh, shit. So, the reason that I came home, because a lot of shit started resurfacing. So, I've never talked to my family about it. I talked to my mom once, and we got this big argument about it. But my whole life, I never talked to anybody mm-hmm. about it. Like, nobody? Nobody. Like, even in college. That's why, y'all know I don't have, like, sexual. That's why, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I waited so long before I lost my gym. Like, but anyways. So... <laughs> Um, like I deal with it like terribly through college, like my first, first and second year, and like a little bit in high school. But like it was like a lot. Like I would cry, like I would have nightmares and all that stuff. But I deal with it by myself basically. And my first time like t- talking to my mom about it was last year, and we got into like this big argument just because I don't know it was my first time like voicing everything out. We were just bun heads. We just one seeing out of like y'all. It, it got real crazy. Like I didn't talk to her for like almost two weeks. Um, but yeah, so like recently, uh, it came back up in the family, and it was somebody in the family member's boyfriend that did it to me, and um, like everything started resurfacing because uh, just because my cousin just had a baby, she's a girl, and everything like that and I actually had to face everything you know I know it's been very traumatic for me I just had to face everything within that two three day span I had to literally face everything I had to talk to the person not the person that did it but like the person who was responsible kind of somewhat responsible for everything that was supposed to protect me but then they knew everything and like was hiding it didn't want to tell the police nothing and you know I'm a little kid at the time so like I actually had to have a conversation and face everything kind of head on and um haha in the middle of covid in the middle of um the police uh protests and stuff me i already hate my job i was just like what the fuck so having to deal with it face on and um with the whole family so i was talking to them about it talking to my mom about it my cousin i was just talking to everybody and everything like reliving all of, all of that and like it's crazy because that's why I was like bruh so I guess technically I don't know I still I don't know if I I mean by definition it is right but I don't know, just it was just it was just a lot to deal with and um everything like that so um hi here I am that's why I came to Memphis because 
um, dealing with all of that head on with the family. And I mean, I got some of my questions answered, but not really because the guy is still roaming free. What the fuck ever. Um, but it's been a rough, rough ass two weeks for me. Um, that's why when I was when I was crying when you was on when we was like this, me and my was talking. And, that's what that is from the police. Yeah, this why I was like, I, I, this why I was I, when I was face, on Facetime with you, Chris. I was like, yeah, I might have just got up and left because me and my mom was talking about stuff, but she could have stayed. <laughs> but no, it's like sometimes you gotta let your folk like yeah. let. We didn't even talk I, about it after you I don't even think you, you know. I had but she, she was telling me, she was like, she just left and she could have stayed. I said, well, sometimes we get put in situations, you might feel like she could have stayed because it's your situation. It's not yours. So you can be uncomfortable for you. And you not knowing like, okay, well, maybe I don't need to be here anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you might be okay with talking about it in front of me, but your mom might not be okay mm-hmm. with it. And then it's like... Okay. It but, ain't her story to tell. But it's not about that. It's about it's like, her. Yeah, it's I, get, I get what you're but saying. But you know that you're her child, too. So yeah. you have to put that in perspective. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we really wasn't saying much. It was just like I was getting... Because she was brought up like... I was like, it's not the right time to be bringing this up. Like, you know I'm here. Let's just... Let me just have a good time. Yeah. And let me be here type shit. You know, let me be around family. But yeah, so... I would... I waited a long time before I said something. So, you two and Josh, if y'all have any stories or anything, I and that's there was a lot of what I was dealing with too. Communicate to this person was like we could have been had this conversation, but it takes a like you was just saying not too long. It takes a long time. It takes a minute for somebody to get the strength. Cause the only reason I didn't, I haven't said, cause I was scared. I was scared out of my fucking mind. To just even talk about it to anybody else to just talk about it to even for me to even say this and the fucking podcast now is major major growth and just because I feel like nobody should be afraid to tell their story we have to speak we cannot be silent and that take that took me a while to like process like speak talk and even the way it happened through because I knew my cousin and then that was already discussing it and I was even nervous. I was like, you tell, because I told, I, told, I told her, I think last year too, when my mom got it, me and my mom got into it, I ended up telling her, and she was like, what the fuck? Why am I just now hearing about it? She was mad, and she was ready to, you know what I'm saying, wreak havoc. And I was like, just, you know, calm down. Um, I really don't want nobody to know it. Like, just let me, can, let me wait till I get ready to let people know type of deal. So, I mean, I really probably should have, you know, started speaking up a little bit more. But um, you did when you did. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, and it does take time. You have to be mentally prepared for things like that. Yeah. Cause some people, and even when I when I was a little kid, when it when it first happened, like we did the whole police and they got me therapy, or whatever, like that. But I still remember like hearing some of those little girls' stories. Like some of them were like, like y'all, it's a lot of sick shit that happens it's a lot of sick shit and i still remember some of those girls stories like it's some sick shit and sick people in this fucking world Mm -hmm. and it's so sad and some of them were even scared and terrified to tell people and it's it's just crazy it's it's really crazy and shit my cousin she's scared she just had a little girl and she's terrified i was like girl i would be terrified too i'm so terrified to have like a daughter 
or anything. Just because sometimes you just never know. Shit, a son too. A, a son, and a that's the thing. Period. That shit happens to little boys too. Cause I hear all the time, man, I had sex when I was nine. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. You were raped at nine. You were sexually. You were cohort. You nine. And it was like, yeah, she was about eighteen. Yeah. What? That's fucking rape. Yep. I just listened to a Dayline episode today. It worked. Podcast. Dayline podcast. 15-year-old was in a relationship with 35-year-old. They they called it a relationship. That's not a relationship. That's rape. No way. No. No. That's not a relationship. Yeah. But let me ask y'all this. While we still have Josh, I want to make um, two statements real quick. I want to thank Josh for being here. Thank y'all for having me. I have one more topic I want to want us to cover, but let me tell y'all how crazy this is. I can switch topics. Yeah. Let me say this before you switch topics. If anybody's listening to this, and if you're nervous or um, a little hesitant about coming out with any type of story, and you want somebody to talk to or anything like that, please feel free to reach out to me. Like I don't be accepting y'all DM, like y'all uh, fair requests. But if you message me first, I promise I will accept. <laughs> or find me on Twitter or something like that if y'all want somebody to kind of talk to or you're nervous or you just want a handheld please reach out to me I will definitely be there for you I've been there for a lot of other people women, men that um, kind of needed a shoulder to lean on so I definitely want you to know that I am here so please, please reach out don't be silent, reach out and never be afraid to tell your story um, real quick because it's Tell y'all how crazy this is. So I've been we've been meaning up we've been meaning to record. It's been so much shit going on. Got a lot of shit going on in my personal life. Tristan got a lot of shit going on in her personal life. Crystal got a lot of shit going on in her personal life. I know Josh got a lot of shit going. He he popping. The the one thing that he told me today, he said our money. There's a ten o'clock curfew. I gotta be home by ten. Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, I, don't care. Well, I was like, I don't care what time we record. You know what I'm saying? As long as I can get to the haven by ten. <laughs> it's fucking crazy that at the age, the great age of, you're 24, right, Josh? 23. I turned 24 this year. Okay, Josh finna turn 24. Why the fuck does Josh have a fucking curfew? Why the <laughs> fuck do we have a fucking curfew? Why? Because and the the point and the fact of the matter. Is like, yo, like, he's serious about this shit because he know. Yeah. I will say this. Niggas in Memphis have not been caring about this curfew. <laughs> Nobody. This shit I'm finding dandy, but for me, yeah, I feel care about seeing them good. I mean, yeah, me and our women. That's crazy. Like, you hear different people's perspectives of the curfew, like, mm hmm. I'm in the house. Because, like, at one point, before we even had the curfew, like, how y'all was trying to get me to come over, and I was like, I'm not coming. Yeah. It's too many streets blocked off. Like, like, I'm scared. Like, dead ass, like, no joke. Yeah. All jokes aside, like I said, I live downtown. Mm-hmm. I have a business downtown. That shit is scary as fuck when you living in it every day. And then for you to be scared to go to leave, and bef- I mean, after 10, like, I be talking to my dad, and he'll be out after 10. 
And it's just like, mm-hmm. damn. Get your ass And he like, shit, I've been scared to go outside anyway. Mm-hmm. The curfew don't make it no difference. And that's just a different, he almost 50. So that's a whole different age damn. bracket. Chris. That's what I'm saying. How do you almost 50? What you mean? I'm 50. My mom almost 52. My mom 46. Yeah. My dad is like 46, 47. I don't think it's like 49 almost 50. Yeah. That's what's like. Chris. You're young, man. You're missing anything. Close enough. Hey, Chris, tell Chris to stop aging you, man. Right. Look, look, Mr. Chris. <laughs> but um, my last question: We're not gonna do a Would You Rather. What? We're not gonna do a Would You Rather this week because Josh gonna yeah, do that. I want to give Josh a good thirty to get to the house. Okay, so. I stay oh, we, no, the Haven ain't far from yeah, here. Right here. Okay. We already gonna do passions. Yeah, right, y'all. Hey, the, the, I thought the Would You Rather be the live thing. Yeah, <laughs>
is pedal to the metal. So whatever I create is just what I create, um, honestly. So, I mean, I've been inspired, but not necessarily by what's been going on here, but just by being with other artists, talking with, you know, artists and, you know, seeing Crystal work and seeing other artists work um, that's not specifically geared towards what's been going on in America, but just art period. Anything creative inspires me, so I'm inspired by a lot of different things. Um, so I would definitely say that. Josh? Um, for me, uh, will I make a song about it? I'm not sure. People have told me to. Like, cause I made a song, I made a song about like police brutality, like in 2016. So like, um, like a couple people have like posted it and you know what I'm saying? Saying like how relevant it is like today or whatever. And some people have said that I should like remix it. Cause like I'm a way better artist now than I was four years ago. So like I kind of understand that, but I don't want to do it just because people said that I should do it. Mm-hmm. Like my, um, like my songs really kind of come like what um what Tristan said is really like what's going on in my life. Like my songs are like very personal. So like every like when you listen to one of my songs, you can probably be like, yeah, I probably know who he's talking about, or yeah, I was probably there when that happened, or you know what I'm saying stuff like that. But um, I mean, I am inspired just being, you know what I'm saying, just being black, you know what I'm saying, still being able to breathe and being alive. Like I'm inspired by that, cause obviously everybody doesn't get like their chance to do that like they still killing this in the streets like still even during the process like still doing it Mm -hmm. so as far as like will i like will i make a song about it i'm not sure i don't know maybe one day i'll get like super inspired and it'll just happen but i I don't know i guess we'll see time will tell yeah time will tell well this is everybody's favorite part. <laughs> this is my favorite. But the last episode, boy, the Would You Rather questions was lit. I like them. I kind of want to ask them, too. So, Ooh. Um, yeah. Okay, ask them before we start the new round. Because so, them hoes um, is good. Them so, was great. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember one. Um, the, my favorite one was Choo Choo. <laughs> no, no, not like that. Not like that. No, not like that. Not like that. Not like that. I promise. Would you rather? Um, boy, let me tell y'all. These, these, um, these past, these past two would you rather's was like stupid crazy. Like people was DMing us and all kind of shit. I remember it. The one that the if lit one, with, yeah, those with though. Jew. Yeah. Did you did you listen to it? Oh, no, nah, Jew. Uh, do we did it with Jew? So all. one of them was, uh, would you rather? So it was like a vacation. Would you rather thirty take, day vacation? Yes. You and that person with your best sex partner or the person you have the best, the best conversation with, but with the conversation where you can't have sex with. That's where I focus. And the person <laughs> thirty days. <laughs> And the person that you have, have the best. Sex, best sex with is just like, it's just sex. Like, y'all might not connect on nothing. Y'all, yeah. It's, yeah, just it's just like sex. a silent retreat with sex. Damn, that's hard. I mean, it's, not, it's not that tough for me because at like this I'm, point in my life, the person is the same person. No. No, we can't beat it. It can't no, be the same person. Oh, no, no. <laughs> 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 
That's what I was like. I was trying to make stupid. Nope, it can't. Nope, not the same yeah. person. She tried to do so. I tried. Uh, okay, so, I, so I can't make sense of the shit. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Uh, Damn. So, if I had to choose like a person, so like the person that I'm having sex with, like, can we like not? Talk y'all can't talk. Yeah, can't talk. Ain't no good talking. If y'all yeah, it's, 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 it's just like surface level. <laughs> yeah, ain't no deep. What's yeah. the conversation? Yeah. What's the surface? Yeah, what's surface level? Can we talk about us fucking? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, but, it's, yeah. but it's not gonna like you can't be like talking about how you feel about Trump, his political campaign. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't <laughs> have no one talk about this shit. No, no, I'm but like, 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 like conversations <laughs> that you would like to have on, vaca- on vacation. Not like, say you in a in a nice place and you know the history of that place and you want to talk about the mountains. Oh uh, damn, we can't uh, even talk about vacation. <laughs> you know, no. like, they just how the weather feel. <laughs> no, <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> not too hot. <laughs> Conversations can be arousing. Facts. Hell so yeah. Facts. So Big shit, facts. You just teasing the fuck out yourself. Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. But did I hear the last? I was like, bro, we're going to have to get married after this if we talking for 30 days. Shit, I'm doing it anyway with somebody. That ain't if hard. you choose your sex person, you can't. You no, can't I'm talk saying, to like, I have someone do, that I don't have to do that where I could talk to, but 30 shit, days if I'm on, a, on a beautiful ass. That's what I'm saying. If I'm on a retreat, I could do it. But if, like, say he move in over here for 30 days, I could do that. Mm-hmm. But a retreat, I feel like. I'm going to run the fuck on that hoe. I'm not going to lie. We're going on vacation, bro. So that's why I said choo choo, because we was like, uh, so, we on the train to. to we on the train to six. <laughs> Mine, I did I'm dead there right on that train with y'all. I don't know. Hey, all of us. Cause you still can do shit. Cause do I gotta be with them the whole thirty days? I mean, like I gotta be with them the whole thirty days, but like the whole twenty four hours within the day. I mean, shit, y'all still on this retreat? That's it. So when you say six, you talking about like no type of sex at all? Like no, no, nothing. Like no head, nothing. That's what I'm saying, bro. I have to say stipulations. Y'all gotta rub on each other. Can we rub on each other? You can't even touch. No sexual contact. Nothing. We gonna be in that hotel. I'm on the sex train, but it's easy when you're talking like that. That was me last. I was like, I see you when I get back. That was me last. I was like, so you can't do this, so not this. Yeah, that's what she was saying. Yeah, I'm on the sex train, man. That's cool. I'm with y'all. Okay, so. All aboard. Question. Would you rather have a sexless marriage or never get married? Never get married. Nah, I never get married. Ever. I can't have a serious marriage for me. That's my hair. I want to show my real affection and shit. Now I'm going to hell. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bro, you see how they insulate it? Now we're going. Now we're going. You really? You really? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
goddamn their brother sister when you living together. <laughs> oh, I just seen one. Okay. Oh, would you rather? Come on. Let's this shit kind of disturbing. And this, I've heard it happen to some people. Would you rather have your parents walk in on you or you walk in on your parents? They walk in on me. My parents walk in on me. (laughs) That didn't happen to me, though. It wasn't my parents. It was the years. We know. (laughs) I definitely wouldn't have my parents walk in on me for if I walk in on my parents, but I I will never be able to unsee that shit. Yeah, that's right. I can live with my my mama being. being disgusted or whatever the fuck she feels walking in on me. I can't deal with seeing. No, I can't. I would rather I walk in on my folks, baby. What? Why? Do it be both? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Because first of all, the folks I fuck with, boy, (laughs) I be dead. (laughs) One. (laughs) Two. Oh, me too. Yeah, no, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I just thought nothing. Bro, that'll be the most awkward shit ever. But that'll be. But, oh my god! Chris will never look at me the same. Never, ever, ever look at you the same. This nigga. <laughs> really? What? He probably like he's with the really. He probably <laughs> shoot his ass. <laughs> Ooh, I don't bro. think he would. I don't think he would. She. <laughs> Come here, see me get here from the back. He gonna be ready to set that hoe off his toe. Especially my old boy. Wow. Wow. It's tough. <laughs> it's big my tough. still stands. I'd rather walk in on yeah, my folks, baby, because it's a wrap. I, I don't want my parents to see me in there, like. But, look. <laughs> Mine, especially when you don't fuck undercovers, they gonna see everything. Damn. It's tough. Oh. Peach black dark though. I have. This shit lied too. 
can't. What you mean by peach? peach like no lights on it? Oh, I feel like yeah. I have to get who I'm fucking with. I ain't never fucked. <laughs> money. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you hear what she just said? No. No, bro. It wasn't even that bad. It was. She tried to. I said, if it's pitch black dark, I would forget who I'm fucking with. connection with somebody like if I, I can't do any I can't be sexual with you if, if we don't have a connection like yeah sometimes that'd be the best sex when I ain't no connection mm. to me no nah. mm. you a Scorpio ain't it? yeah but I mean I always like that though nah. I really just recently got like that in like the past like year and a half mm. I was okay I would say that too that's true cause in college Anyways. In college, I ain't really care. I don't think any a lot. Of, if you weren't really dating anybody, then you know this shit was up for grabs. It's like back then, I used to be like, no, we gotta have a connection. Now you I'm used to like, be like that. Hell yeah, for real. <laughs> Crystal really switched roles. I fucked with one nigga for like two, three. It was probably two years. Just him, and that wasn't even my nigga. It was just like I have a connection. You have a connection. <laughs> And you just fucking (laughs) (laughs) When I got past this shit Yeah I think I think I I don't know I don't know what happened with me Life But anyway Yeah life shit will change a lot of shit Hell yeah (laughs) I don't know but I feel I like I like being more passionate Like just, I don't know, when there's a connection there, I feel like you really can do anything oh, and everything God. when it's anything a connection. Goes. And I'm, any, I like anything goes. Anything <laughs> like, goes. You mean, let's try this. Sure. Let's Who's do this. At, and at, sure. at one point, it's Who's like, bro, we're not even asking. Like, we just, like, if somebody say no, on. then, you know, we try something else. <laughs> but, like, having somebody that you got a connection with, understanding, like, y'all known each other for a, a long time, years, y'all got that connection that, Ooh, 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 third, like y'all been doing y'all thing. Man, that'd be cool. No, it'd be great. <laughs> I'm speaking for you. I'm speaking I for am speaking. <laughs> it'd be cool. See, I keep my couple of cool people. Well, y'all, this is gonna be a long episode. Um, <laughs> I just want to say 
again thank you all so much for constantly tuning in I just want to say thank y'all so much for tuning in to the podcast um, showing continuous support I want Josh to plug his stuff one more time for everybody that made it to the end y'all know the end be the liveest part um, Josh alright so first and foremost know what I'm saying appreciate y'all money Crystal, Tristan, the ACT Podcast. Appreciate y'all having me. Uh, once again, Josh, go by the name J Music, J A I M U S I Q. All platforms, all social media. Um, go rock with me. I'm probably dropping something this month at some point. I don't know when, but every month I'm dropping. Um, so y'all be on the lookout. Check out my videos on YouTube. Got a couple videos on there. Follow me on the gram. Follow me on Twitter. Know what I'm saying? If you take the time to listen to my music, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what y'all think. Y'all listen to me like, damn, this nigga some trash. Man, let me know. <laughs> let me know if y'all don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Let me know if y'all do fuck with it. Like, I'm all for the constructive criticism. Don't just say my shit ass and like, you don't, you don't tell me why. That's some hating ass shit that I can't condone. But, you know what I'm saying? Check me out. Guarantee you won't be disappointed, though. And with that being said... Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. One more time. Black Lives Matter. Amen. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Amen. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, Ahmad. I don't know how to say his last name. Aubrey. Yeah, I was going to say Ahmad Aubrey. Thank you for everybody who has been protesting. Thank you to everybody who has been donating to the bail relief funds. Um, Shout out to my cousin over protesting. This is ACT Podcast. A. <laughs> 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 I just want to know who's going to say T. Who's going to say T? <laughs> Like that long. <laughs> yeah, fine. And with that being said, A C T. <laughs> <laughs>